0: It's Friday, it's Friday. I can't sing all of the song, but it's Friday, guys! Welcome to the Lunch Plus broadcast. We're so excited to have you. I am Barrett, and I'm with... Kevin. And I'm so excited. We're excited to have you on with us. As you're hopping on, comment, tell us who you are, where you're watching from, so that way we can say hello to You! For example, Mama Chris Crabtree is watching. Buddy's mom is on live. I love when you get to watch live, Miss Crabtree. And then Natalie's on. Priscilla's on. Johnny, of course, was the first one on. Somebody's got to beat Johnny. Like, who's going to take him on to be the first person on?
1: We're actually in the studio. We know exactly when it goes live, and yet we still can't beat Johnny. It's That's very impressive. true.
0: Like, Johnny's got skills that not only pay the bills, but legitimately trump everybody.
1: Like, go, Johnny. I think he's, like, I think he's working in the prophetic. You know what I mean? I, I think he knows. He, he just puts it in there. He has it already typed in. It's true. And then boom.
0: Or he wiretaps us, and Ooh, he's like, it's happening. That could be. I like that we went like from an extremely like nice spiritual thing to wiretapping conspiracy <laughs> theory. That's the broadcast in a nutshell, everybody. <laughs> Go ahead and share the broadcast if you haven't done it yet. And here's what we've got coming up today. It's going to be such a good one. Right now, it's family chat where we get to hang out with you. It's one of my favorite parts of the whole day, followed by the price is well, right with, you guessed it, Buddy and the Kevins, followed by a time of prayer, and it's gonna be so good. And then word sneak, word sneak. And what's the word? We're gonna be continuing our How to Apply Faith to Win series today, and it's gonna be a good one. But right now, it's family chat, and we get to hang with y'all. Buddy says today is, and I don't know what those are. Are
1: they French fries?
0: It's French Friday.
1: Friday. It's, oh,
0: Friday.
1: Oh. oh yeah. Isn't that slick? It's and like, suddenly I'm hungry for some french fries.
0: It's like Gen Z hieroglyphics is what emojis are basically. Like okay. the Egyptians had hieroglyphics and our generation has ushered in the emojis. We've just circled way back. We've brought it way back. Pastor Nicole says, happy Friday. Julie says, hello. Um, Mama Chris says, she's happy to be on too. Okay, we're going to dive into our first question of the day. Here's how this works if you are unaware. We put up bunches of questions. Quench- Quenchins put a bunches of quenchins, and we ask them to you. We want to hear what your opinions are. We've been talking about fall. Yesterday was very divisive about candy corn. I learned that Kevin and I are very much on the team yeah. of the pro candy corn. But yes. today hopefully will be less divisive. Um, here we go. Right now, question one of the day: Hot chocolate with or without marshmallows? Before I could even finish saying the question, Rachel Ann Wright in the comments was like, with, oh, with yeah. marshmallows.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not sure if it's really hot chocolate if you don't have the marshmallows. I, you know what I mean?
0: It's like hot chocolate water. Like it's not It's not hot chocolate. It's not real. It's kind of like Abby was talking, I don't remember who you were talking to the other day, but she was talking to someone about making hot chocolate. Mm-hmm. She was, Issues at Life Group about making it with water versus milk, and like oh, yeah. you can like get a fixed like you can fix mm-hmm, your craving mm-hmm. with water, but it's not valid with water. Like right. it's not real unless it's milk.
1: Right. You know what my mom used to do? This was really cool. She would have uh, pre mixed with the carnation instant milk, so obviously the milk wouldn't go bad. It was dry. You just put your scoops, took your scoops out, put it in there, and then reconstituted with hot water. Interesting. That was, that was pretty awesome. That's cool. My mom was pretty sweet. Recipes
0: from Kevin Buck. Um, Marky says, why would anyone prefer not? In all caps, very assertively. So Marky doesn't have much of an opinion on this. Um, Natalie says, with marshmallows. Julie says, with all the way. Maybe even extra marshmallows. Marky says that she prefers fluff and hot chocolate. That's a main girl right there. Yes. Yes, ma'am. Yes. That is way better than marshmallows. I'm
1: pretty sure fluff is its own food group in New England. Yeah, Yeah. Like
0: fluff and utter sandwiches. Okay. Do you guys know what fluff is? Put in the comments right now. Do you know what we're talking about? Because there could be people that assume we're talking about the inside of pillows. Right. That's not it. Fluff is God's gift of, to the marshmallow family. Yes. Like, it's in that family, yeah. but it's so different. Right. It's like a spreadable...
1: Right. So, down in the South, I, I found out you guys don't necessarily call it fluff. You call it marshmallow cream.
0: And it doesn't taste the same.
1: Not the same. Mm-mm. No, Kraft makes a, a marshmallow cream. It's not not bad. It's yeah. just not fluff. Nope. So, yeah, fluff is the stuff.
0: It's true that was awesome you're welcome <laughs> that that was excellent uh okay so buddy is now totally derailing us and saying that he adds cinnamon to his hot chocolate which fun fact i do too cinnamon and nutmeg both of them in hot chocolate with fluff on top is the way to go
1: wow okay, for sure all right
0: Marky says she loves us we love you um johnny says yes He knows what fluff is. Priscilla wants to know if we've ever heard of chocolate bombs. It's a, well, that sounds like a a threat that sounds exciting. So I'm confused about how to feel, but it's a ball of chocolate filled with marshmallows. When you pour the hot milk over it, the chocolate opens and reveals the mellows and chocolate powder, stir it up and yum. Um, No,
1: I have not heard of such things. But we'll be over tonight.
0: Sure, sounds good. Bring that to prayer night, guys. Yes. Speaking of, we're going to derail just for a second. Tonight, what's going on tonight?
1: Tonight, we are having the most amazing night of intense prayer. Oh, my goodness. It starts at 6 p.m. all the way till midnight. You don't want to miss it. If you are in the Albemarle area at all, you must get in a car, get in a bus, Come see us immediately.
0: What is with your rhyming today? Like it's a strong rhyming game coming yeah, out of you. Yeah, right? Fluff <laughs> <laughs> is the stuff.
1: <laughs> That's right. You must come down here, though. It's going to yeah. be amazing. Breakthrough, breakthrough, breakthrough tonight. It's yeah. happening.
0: If you can put the graphic up, today starts our Holy Ghost weekend. Tonight, Friday night here at Boomerang, we are going to be having prayer night. Tomorrow, it's going to be soul winning Saturday, where we train people. On on how to win souls, and then we go out and win souls. It's going to be so awesome. And then Holy Spirit Sunday, Sunday at 10 a.m. and at 4 p.m. It's going to be such a good weekend, and we want you to be a part of it. So like Kevin said, if you are able to physically get here, physically get here. But don't just watch online. If you have the ability to get here, get here.
1: Yeah, what people don't understand, you know, talking about tomorrow being soul winning Saturday, that is the currency of eternity, okay? If you want to... You know, just have more and more and more joy in your life, uh, just a fulfillment in yeah. your life. You need to win souls for sure. Oh my goodness, and, and it'll change your life. Yeah.
0: And we're gonna teach you how. So that's gonna be tomorrow. There you go. But okay, diving back into fall. Question number two of the day. Mama Chris says that she likes your rhyming. Um, okay, what is the right? I already know where you are on this right now. Where, what's the right name? Autumn or fall, <laughs> and I only intentionally said the end because I know that's one of Marky's favorite things that I do, so that was for Marky Eleanor. But Rachel says fall, Marky says fall, I'm normal. Priscilla says autumn, where, where, where are you on the spectrum, Kevin? Because
1: There is only one person who ever fell, and that is Satan. I am not falling, I'm in autumn. That's it.
0: Kevin has some very strong feelings on this. It's Can you, autumn. Did you see the demeanor change on his face of, I'm not going to say it, it's autumn, it's autumn.
1: <laughs> it is autumn. You know what autumn is? Pre-hunting season.
0: That, yeah, that's true. That's what it is. Autumn, autumn is the proper way that the word was originated, I'm sure. And then we got to over here and we're like, it's fall, y'all. And that's,
1: that's what it is. Um, it's also harvest season, though. And I like to think of it as harvest season. Yeah, that's it's a good one. It's a season one. for harvest. Yeah. Amen.
0: Uh, Buddy says autumn equinox. I, I've never heard him describe it that way, but mm. that's the only way I'm going to talk about it with Buddy from now on. Uh, Mama Chris says fall. Johnny says autumn. Pastor Nicole says it's fall, y'all. And then Julie says fall. And then Mama Chris says, Buddy, that's what your dad said. Aw, that's nice. Buddy, Buddy and his dad are, are twinsies today. That's cute. And then Amberly, what a cool name by the way. Amberly is a super cool name. Says Luke, my fall y'all. Luke says "Auto." Check
1: that out. a boy, Luke.
0: That's really cool. I love him. Yeah, whenever, whatever Luke sides for, I automatically am like, oh, I wanna be on team Luke. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay, question number three of the day. By the way, this week is gonna wrap up our intentional fall questions, so hope you've enjoyed them. Um, I'm sure the men are excited to move on. <laughs> um, I, I, okay, I genuinely wanna have a conversation about this. Aside from decor, mm-hmm. what purpose do gourds serve? I wanna know, mm-hmm. what purpose do they serve? Why wow. do they grow? Can you, like, do people eat them?
1: Well, uh, outside of a pumpkin, because a pumpkin is a type of gourd. Sure. So outside of a pumpkin, I don't know of any other gourd that they eat. Is a squash? What a squash! That's
0: what I was wondering. Is a squash a gourd?
1: Zucchini is that a gourd? No. Okay, so
0: zucchinis are not. We have lots of input coming from our okay. studio. Um, I genuinely want to know because the ones right. that you see on people's tables are like the weird warty-looking ones, right? Like, like half
1: orange, half green with a yeah, thing. yeah.
0: What what is, what do you do with them? Like, do stuff they stuff them in a
1: cornucopia? That's about it. Do
0: you just grow them so that you can decorate with them? Because if that's the case, then I'm going to start planting everything I buy from Hobby Lobby and seeing if it sprouts up. Like, I'm going to stick this sign in the ground and see if signs grow. Because if decorations can grow, sure. Um, uh, Buddy says, squash. Good talk. Uh, (laughs)
2: Marky
0: says, hi, Amberly, I went to school with her. That's cool. Connections. Natalie says, you can make birdhouses out of them. Other than that, I'm not sure. You can make birdhouses out of gourds?
1: Oh, yeah. No,
2: that's right. (laughs) I
1: forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, um, there's, yeah. you just drill the, the little hole in there, and they, they build a nest. There's a world about birds that I know nothing about. Who knew? Um, don't they make a wind chime out of them, too? Kevin Kevin Buck, don't they make a wind chime out of hollow gourds?
0: So it wouldn't be like chiming and be like clunk, clunking,
3: like the wood Yes. yes are? Yes, okay. yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yes. That yeah, was my nice sound effect, yep. guys.
0: <laughs> but he says, ask Serena to show me one the Swan. Okay. Um, Does the swan live in a gourd? Like, does he have a family of gourds? Uh, Johnny says, birdhouses, you can use some of the insides as a loofah?
1: What? Johnny Shaver, that is awesome that you knew that. (laughs)
0: <laughs> and, and, and quite frankly, why wouldn't Johnny Shaver know this? Johnny Shaver is the man that has like thousands of Pinterest followers because right? he knows uh, there's a whole world inside of Johnny Shaver's mind. Yeah. And this is just beginning to crack the surface. Okay. Last question of the day. And this will be wrapping up our autumn questions. If you had to get rid of one, which holiday would you choose, Halloween or Thanksgiving? And I don't feel like this would be challenging, but for some people, for some people, Halloween is like, is their thing. So for me, I'm offing Halloween all the way because oh, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. Satan's holiday. But you right. know. Like, right. I,
1: <laughs> yeah. Halloween's got to go. Yeah, Halloween's got to go because I am not giving up a day that is dedicated to giving thanks to my For Lord. Sure. yeah. Um,
0: Halloween's gone. Chris, uh, Mama Chris, Priscilla, and Natalie all say goodbye to Halloween. Right. Here's what I want, though. Right. Like, I obviously, I don't like the spiritual aspect of Halloween. Mm-hmm. But so I want to create a new day. Okay. Maybe, maybe in in March, that is a month that normally gets overlooked, like there's St. Patrick's Day in there, but you know, maybe we just pick a day in March where Mm -hmm. it's happy dress-up day, and kids still get to be cute, they get to look like, I don't know, little cute like mail carriers, or firemen, or whatever it is, I'm saying this like they don't just choose the Avengers and Ninja Turtles, Mm -hmm. Um, these are the idealized Halloween costumes Mm -hmm. in my mind, but I just wanna pick a day and be like, Kids, you go for it. I'll have candy for you. You just come to me wearing cute costumes, not creepy like the Pied Piper or anything like that. But I think it would be nice to do dress up outside of Halloween time.
1: That would be fun. You know, I also had a pastor at one time that he used to say, um, if you open the Bible, there is not a single day in the Bible that is dedicated to Satan. So I refuse to say that uh, Halloween is his day. It's not every 365 days of the year they're my lords yeah okay so that's the way i look at halloween yep you know whatever
0: yeah the day the day is the lord's the the holiday is is not as much no He,
1: he tried to hijack it he can't have it
0: so marky is emphatically agreeing with i believe with me about just picking another day for dress up she's nodding in the back Team Marky. I like that Buddy is choosing to speak only in emojis today. Not only, but a lot in emojis. So that's gonna be how I respond to him on our work thread for the rest of the day. Um, And then Natalie says that you're thinking of all the food on Thanksgiving.
1: Natalie, you are not far from the truth. I, I, yeah, yeah, I've never missed a meal. You may know that. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I definitely, I, I like me some food.
0: Thanksgiving is solid. Halloween, see ya. We just voted. That's right. You got ousted. Yep. Thanksgiving is the winner. And that is family chat for our fall questions. Thank you, uh, our autumn questions. Our autumn thank questions. you, thank you. Thank, thank you me. so much for being yeah. on with us today. Right now, we are about to hop into the prices. We'll right with Buddy and the Kevin's, and it's going to be such a good one. Stick around to find what super interesting things Buddy found for the Kevin's to guess on how many are poop related. We'll find out here coming up right now. <laughs> <laughs> well-
2: Hey guys, welcome to Lunch Plus. It's me and Kevin and Kevin. And we have a good show for you today. First up, we have The Price is Right, followed by a time of prayer, followed by a word sneak. After that, we have a powerful word and what's the word. But first up, we have The Price is Right. All right, so I would just like to say only one of them today is poop related. So. Lower. I, lower. I've, honestly, lower. I <laughs> <lower.
1: laughs> uh, oh have Just drop it. Hey, speaking of poop related, my friend Shannon, speaking she commented that tacos for Thanksgiving would be oh, an awesome thing.
2: That would. I'm down that, with that. I'm not. I, I need my turkey. I need my my you mashed can make potatoes. Turkey tacos. And,
4: Turkey tacos with what some stuffing? That okay, mashed mashed won't happen. Turkey sauce. tacos is not happening at my <laughs> house.
2: Oh, well. Anyway, <laughs> so welcome to The Price is Right. This is the show where uh, I show you items that you can purchase on the internet. Mm-hmm. All right. And these items. Um, You know, some of them are unconventional. You know, (laughs) some of them. Um, I have
1: yet to see one conventional conventional. object, Yet, You'll see
2: one decently conventional item. Okay. Okay. I'm I'm, I'm believing. I'm I'm still um, feeding on my blow up tent. (laughs) There you go. All right. Hey, hey, you did get your lightsaber chopsticks. I got my lightsaber chopsticks. Yeah, we didn't tell you this. But but, uh, uh, one of our viewers uh, gave Kevin some of the lightsaber chopsticks from one of our previous episodes. Yeah. Uh, So here's how the show goes. Um, one of our contestants, uh, we're going to show an item on the screen. One of our contestants is going to have to guess how much they think it costs. And guys, we want you to participate in the comments as well. How much do you think these items cost? And the other person is going to guess whether they think it's higher or lower. So let's just jump in. Kevin, I'll have you uh, guess first. All okay, right? okay great. And Kevin, you, you won't guess first. Oh, where's right? kind of? <laughs> Kevin? All right, put our first item uh, uh, for the prices right. We have Ultra Fiber Cereal that's called poo. Poop like a champion. It's like the Wheaties <laughs> of poop. <laughs> it's, it's the Wheaties of fiber. Alrighty oh, right, my word. Lord. It's called Poop Like a Champion. This one I stumbled across uh, just on Amazon randomly. Like where in the yard? No. <laughs> um, I'm still going with lower. So this is Whatever. high fiber cereal, like super high fiber cereal. All right, Kevin, how much do you think this costs? Oh my God. Poop heavens. like a champion cereal. You know. <laughs> I'm gonna go with $6.50. $6.50? Are you gonna go
1: Man, how,
4: can you, how can you like even
2: be l- out of line of five bucks on that when you like hit it so close that you're gonna win
1: no matter what unless it's a buck 50, a buck dollar. Man, I'm just a winner Kev. I wanted to go lower. I'm gonna go higher. I'm gonna go higher because lots of fiber 650? probably costs 650, more.
2: Higher than six fifty. Higher than six fifty. All right, show us how much does poop like a champion cereal cost. It is actually eleven ninety oh, seven. Wow. You were like forty cents outside of the five dollar range. Wow. <laughs> you can it buy it higher. on Amazon though. Poop like a champion. Whoa. Hey, there's a lot of fiber in it. I guess fiber. Uh, you fiber, know, fiber costs, costs money. Yeah. yeah. Oh. All right, eleven yeah. ninety seven. <laughs> Uh, Johnny Shaver in the comments, you were the closest one at
4: $10, oh, wow. you nice only $1.97 off. Oh, right. so
2: well done Johnny.
1: Awesome. Maybe he's bought uh,
4: that on sale once and he Maybe.
2: <laughs> I wonder, Let do you know. think,
1: maybe. do you think that's what Bruce Jenner eats now
2: instead of Wheaties? Uh, oh. Heck, I have no idea. I mean, I'm just curious. Alright, next item of the day, Kevin, you'll be guessing this one, this, this is a 1908 Model T. Um, a It's real? Veil, yeah. Model T. A real running. 1908, so 1908 Model oh. T, that was the first car that actually went into production. Okay, um, um, on an assembly line, right? Yeah. Okay,
1: um, now that's not a, is that a replica or is
2: it? It's it's a Model T, it's not a replica.
1: Okay. It's for the
4: for real deal. Yeah,
2: um, this sold, this actually sold an auction five years ago, so, the, so, the, so we're basically gonna be guessing how much did it sell in auction. Okay, all right, um, okay. So it's a 1908 model. I'm going to
4: get, I'm going to get within five bucks of this one. Yeah, oh, I bet you, I bet, you Watch, watch
2: if you're within, <laughs> if you're within 5,000, I'll give it, I'll give you a, point. um, I, I think we need to alter that based oh, on the idea. I think idea. so. Absolutely. I'm going to go with
4: 14,700.
1: 14,700.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: All right. That is a really, really good guess. I would think that would be ballpark. Um, but I'm gonna come in. I'm gonna come in under that because I just yeah. I don't see it breaking ten mil.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. So right. I'm gonna come in under. Okay.
2: That. All right. And let's put it up. One hundred twenty-one thousand. Oh, that all? Hey, That's it. Look at Barrett. Barrett wow. Barrett was pretty close at one hundred sixty-seven thousand. I was thinking it was Lamel's. Yeah. I mean, how many are there? Uh, wow. So I took I that, one, that one, but I didn't. I didn't yeah. think I would
1: take it by. You know. Mm-hmm. By that much. Well, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Praise God. Wow. I figured to be in the definitely millions, lower.
2: <laughs> definitely lower. Yeah. I mean, that's
1: a bargain, I would say,
2: yeah. in my opinion. What you all you all grab my checkbook? <laughs> 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 all right. Item number three. Wait, wait, wait. Timeout. Is it two to nothing? Yes. Is that what it is? Or is it one to one? Well, that no, was hard. Was one. Was Kevin funny. won the first one. Kevin won the yeah, poop, yeah, yeah. the poop. Oh, uh, you're I right, won so it's one-to-one. One. Uh, once again, one-to-one. One. That's how this always works. car, is. he wins, and I won the poop champion. He, he won the car, you won the poop-like-a-champion. <laughs> That's just not It's right. not poop-champion, <laughs> it's poop-like-a-champion. Anyway, all right, item number three for The Price is Right today. Uh, here we go. We have a super-large coffee mug. Holds wow. about a gallon of coffee. Dang. Um... Yeah. <laughs> if you ever like had one of those days, I don't know what wow. what kind of day you'd be having to need a, right, a yeah. gallon of coffee. But that would be a lot easier than walking around with the pot. That's true. Yeah.
1: Well, would it? I, <laughs> I feel know, like the man. pot would be
2: easier <laughs> to be pot yeah, on. That's the a got
1: actually a pretty hefty handle. Yeah. Um, yeah. So about a gallon. That's pretty big. Pastor <laughs> um, Nicole
2: says. I feel like that would be fatal.
1: i know i would be paying up a storm after that yeah Uh, i'm I'm gonna go i would say that that thing probably uh goes at uh 2250 2250 2250.
2: Uh, i'm seeing some good questions in the comments my mom said i must have this yes
4: (laughs) i'm gonna go higher on that one higher i just have this sense that uh even for a gag gift Mm -hmm. somebody's gonna pay more for that okay so i'm gonna go higher
2: all right, well, how much does this mammoth of a coffee cup cost? Thirty-nine ninety-nine. I would just like to say Johnny Shaver was one penny Whoa, off. 40 bucks. Look at that. You- 40, 39 dollars Johnny, did you Look Google that. that, man? Could I Did you no Google idea. that thing? <laughs> Jody said, so if you don't poop with the cereal, you'll sure poop with this. <laughs> That's great. I, man, that I'm, awesome. really, I'm really impressed. Johnny was only one penny out yeah, on that one. Well done, close. Johnny.
1: Shannon, let's, let's be honest. You just said you need that in your life for what, a swimming pool? You are not drinking that. I'm yeah. sorry. And be good. Oh, You're, my
2: word. You are not.
1: At All least right. half-calf, people. At least half-calf.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right, it's two to two to one. This Kevin has two, this Kevin has one, correct? Yes. Oh, yeah, I did All get right. that one. All right, well oh, done, yeah. Kevin. And well done, Kevin. Thank you. You're both doing a great job. Yes, thanks. All right, item number four for The Price is Right. An underwater hotel room. You can stay the night underwater uh, at this resort. It is actually super fancy. I'm pretty sure someone... Uh, in the comments, has already looked this up at some point. Uh, yes. Okay, so I have stayed in the tunnel
1: at the Chattanooga Aquarium overnight mm-hmm. with the Boy Scouts. That was awesome. That
2: sounds pretty but awesome. But
1: this, I'm into. I want that. That's what I need in my life. That looks That's like what fun. you need Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah. Um, I need like like a now week the, of that.
2: The cost of this is per night.
1: All right, so no. we're, we're going to go on a per night. Is yeah. it me?
4: Am All I right. doing the price? Mm. Or are you doing the price? No,
2: you're doing the price. I'm doing the
1: price. Yeah, you're yeah, going yeah. higher or doing lower. The price. Yeah,
2: yeah. This is per night. Per night. Um, I'm going to go with 550 $550 per $550 per night. Yeah, per night. yeah. 550
1: right. Well, that's tough. I'd have to know a little bit more about the amenities, but... Um, Oh, I'm hesitant, but I'm going to come in a little bit
2: lower. Lower, he
1: says, lower, lower
2: than uh than
1: 550. All right. Yeah, but
2: not by much. I mean, I, that's what, right where I would be. Okay. All right. Well, how much? I'm curious. Per I night. I don't, I don't know. Does it cost to stay? Fifty thousand. No way. <laughs> this is this is in the Maldives. Oh my dear. Well. Um, okay. That, yeah. But 50 yeah, I feel like maybe? I should have given you that information before. Yeah. You. It's, in the, it's in the Maldives. It's uh. Yeah. There's a spa attached to it. Where there's um, the gold commode that you talked about? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: And uh, the gold oh well, toilet paper. I, I, should, have, yeah, I yeah. should have given
2: you that information beforehand. Yeah, 50 but grand. You still got the point. I was still just so <laughs> far think? off. It was you were, ridiculous. Y- you were only 45,000. Not even close. No, I was. Yeah. Mm. All right. Last yeah, item of that. the day for the Price Is Right. Our final item. Uh, Monopoly, longest game ever edition. Have you ever played a game of Monopoly and you thought, man, this game, I would really love if this was longer and more painful. (laughs) It's
4: got like two rows,
1: did you see that? Two (laughs) rows of stuff.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Whoa.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I mean like, are you a fan of breaking friendships and ruining families? Right, buy this game. Monopoly, (laughs) longest game ever edition. Must have a sleepover for three days to get that done. All right, Kevin, how much do you think this costs? All right, um, I'll give you 50 bucks. 50 50 bucks? Yeah. All right, that's a decent guess. Uh, Kevin, how much do you think Monopoly, the longest game ever edition would cost? I'm going to go lower. Lower than 50 bucks? Yeah. All right.
4: Oh, well, below. It's,
2: Kevin Bucks is lower than 50 bucks. How much does Monopoly, the world's longest game ever edition, cost? 19 dollars oh, A bargain for it the is torture a bargain of a long, long, long Monopoly game. <laughs> I really stink at this. It doesn't cost a lot to ruin relationships. Oh, yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> How about that? Oh, Just $19.99. Good. Wow, for wow. that much fun. <laughs> so <Yay>. much fun. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, at the end of our day, it is four to 4-1. Kevin beat Kevin. It was, <laughs> Barrett said the cost of division, $20. <laughs> All right, well, guys, thank you for joining us for The Price is Right. Now it's time for prayer with Barrett. It's going to be awesome. Put your prayer request in the comments, and we're just going to, and we'll see you right there for prayer. Bye, guys.
0: Today, the person who helps us hit 100 comments the fastest gets a gift card on us. So, Shannon, we're going to be reaching out to you today to find out where you want your gift card from. But we just thank you so much for being on with us. And thank you for being on for prayer today. As we said earlier in our broadcast, tonight, actually, here at Boomerang, we are going to be having prayer night. And that's when we meet here at the church from 6 p.m. until midnight. And we just pray and we seek. And for those of you who watch the broadcast, you know that we believe that the Word of God is life to those who find it, to those who eat of it, to those who partake in it. It's life. It's bread. It's fresh daily sustenance for God's people. And so we're so excited to have this time of prayer with you and for you. And to kick it off, we're going to start with our daily confessions. Here on the broadcast we have a list of confessions that we go through that come straight from the Word of God. Because we don't want the Word of God to just come into your ears only, but it's designed to come out of your mouth. So we're going to put up this first one and join your voice with mine. Let's say these together together, and in unity, let's declare the things of God. Confession number six, and it says, we keep increasing in wisdom and stature and favor with God and man. Now make that yours, say, put your name in, or put I in there. I keep increasing in wisdom and stature and favor with God and man. And then confession number seven says, the struggle is over. Let's say that one more time and just declare that where you are. Put it in the comments. The struggle is over. God, we thank you for ending all struggles in our life. Lord, your yoke is easy and your burden is light. And we just declare by faith that the struggle is over. Put that in the comments. Say, the struggle's over for me and make that yours. The struggle's over. God is so faithful. I want to take the next three minutes here and just pray blessings on you for your day, for the rest of your time at work, for your weekend. God has such great and mighty plans for you. And I just want to agree with you. Lord, bless your people today. Bless every viewer. Bless them in all of their coming. Bless them in all of their going. Lord, bless them mightily. May they be known as the blessed of the Lord. Lord, your blessing is not something small. It is something that causes people to take notice. The blessing of the Lord makes a man rich and he adds no sorrow to it. Lord, let that measure of blessing come on your people today. Let them stand out from the crowd. Let them be known as the head and not the tail. May we be known as a marked people. God, we're yours. We're yours. Lord, we thank you. Thank you. Thank you for blessing your people and their jobs. God, I thank you that the blessing of God is found in every home represented by a viewer right now, Lord. Let the blessing come upon their children. Let it come upon everything that their hand touches. God, bless them. We're not trying to get blessed. We start from the place of blessed. We are blessed. It's who we are. Lord, may the eyes of our understanding be enlightened. May we see what is the hope of our calling. God, let every scale, every bit of cloudiness, let it fall away from every person's eyes right now, spiritual or physical. Let cloudiness in minds, let it be blown away by the winds of God. Angels, I ask right now that you just draw your viewers into this broadcast right now that need to hear the word of the Lord. Lord, let the word be life. Lord, let the word that comes from you be life to those who find it today let life spring up where it's looked dead let life come forth lord we thank you we are your blessed people we are your people and you are our god lord you're so good we give you praise and we give you glory you're so good lord i thank you i thank you that for every viewer watching those struggles that they've dealt with in their lives that they are over We thank you, God, that they are over in Jesus' name. That's who you are. Your struggle's over because we are starting from the place of blessing. God has blessed you mightily. And Lord, let us have eyes to see and ears to hear you. In Jesus' name, amen. That was prayer. Go ahead right now. Take the next second. Share the broadcast because up right now is my personal favorite segment, Words. Think. Word Sneak, it's my favorite and my girls are on today. Abby and Marky, you know them, you love them. It's gonna be great and stick around for Word Sneak.
5: Welcome to Word Sneak. We are very excited that you joined us today.
3: <laughs> I just realized I'm wearing stripes in the background, stripes. So it's going the opposite way, but that's kind of, I was amused. <laughs> I looked over and you were smiling, and I knew there was something very important you were smiling about. <laughs> she does me really well, so she gave me that moment to, to speak and say, hey, look it at was, my stripes. It was something she had to get out, or else
5: it was gonna bother the entire episode. (laughs) Well, we have an awesome episode. Yes, we do. I'm very excited because our minds think very similarly, but also very differently in some ways. So it'll be exciting and I will let you go first because- Oh, you're
3: gonna let me go first? Yes, okay, because
5: I love you. What is the game? So in this, we have cards with the most random of words that have nothing to do with each other. At all. And what we're going to do is try to make conversation with each other and try to, you know, as smoothly as possible fit these words into normal conversation and see if it's obvious or not obvious. We'll see. We'll find out. And we can, would you like a topic to start talking with? Princess or? Tea Parties. Princess Tea Parties.
3: Oh, okay. All right,
5: go right ahead. Okay. So. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh me! Oh, oh! i have just the been informed. Work, you have to start. Oh, oh! Ah
3: oh.
5: <laughs> 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 oh, man, this is not good. <laughs> I just oh, I saw can't my look. word. No, don't, you look, can't don't look, look at the screen. Okay, so <clears throat> yeah, princess tea parties. Did yeah. you? Did you ever have princess tea parties as yeah. a kid? You know? Yeah, I did. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. I know. I did, and well. What my mom and I and sister liked to do was, we would have a princess tea party, but we'd also watch a movie along with it. Yeah. So the people in the movies could be part of our tea party, oh. which works very well until you watch, um, you know, <laughs> that, that one movie called National Treasure. And then Nicolas Cage is at your tea party. <laughs> It's not very good.
3: Wow, that is so cool! It changes the mood of the tea party. party. You know, I used to have tea parties where we were actually, um, it was actually an aqua tea party. Um, yeah, aqua, aqua tea. party, aqua tea party. They were really like, fun. you drink water? Yeah, well we, would, stay hydrated. we would all dress up as different uh, sea creatures. <laughs> and it was really yeah. fun. And afterwards we go in the sprinklers and everything. It was like, it's really? on the summer day or whatever. And my favorite creature to always be was the starfish. Really? Yeah. Really? I, it's one I of my see. great, one of my favorite memories as a child. It really is. <laughs> I'm just
5: imagining little Marky as a starfish, like, running across her front lawn. Yeah, that,
3: that's it. That's exactly what it's happened. It's exciting.
5: That's, that's a happy. I really hope that happened, because it's going to play in my mind yeah. for all of eternity.
3: Yeah, it did. It totally happened.
5: Yeah? yeah. Well, you know about... A fun thing about starfish yeah? is... Um, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know, they've got awesome form. Yeah. Like, I mean, they, they just, yeah like me. they live like this. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And you know, their arms are always outstretched. Uh-huh. And you know, I've heard, that um, you know, when you jump out of airplanes, that's actually the exact form you want.
3: Oh, yeah, so, that's true. So, you know, mm-hmm. you
5: just attach a parachute on, you're flying through the air. That's
3: true. <laughs> yeah, they must in yeah. training. They must say, "Hey, be a starfish." That must be exactly. It. That's exactly that what they it. say. Yeah, they say, "Be a starfish." Have you ever seen them go down? And it's like they open up on the video. I've done the videos of like them parachuting. Yeah. So they'll open up like really wide, like a starfish, and then they like will go and like huddle. And I bet you what that's called, so I bet this is called the starfish, I have heard that this is called the Cocoa Puff. You go in a circle and, (laughs) yeah! Isn't that cool? That's amazing. This is so cool. You just imagine (laughs) you're a Cocoa Puff, and you, that's that, that's that position. Cocoa Puff? Yeah. Awesome.
5: Yeah. That's, That's, that's really great. Yeah. Well, you know Cocoa Puffs, are probably my favorite cereal uh, ever, yeah. along with Frosted Flakes. And um, what are those, you know, rainbow ones? They have, like, a, a you know, a unicorn on the box. And there's they're, like, Fruity Tooties or oh, something love like that, cereal. that. Yeah,
3: that's my favorite cereal. <laughs> something like that. Yeah. My favorite cereal <laughs> um, is actually based off of... Um, like plays and stuff. Like it's really Shakespeare? Yeah, like Shakespeare! <laughs> it's, that's my favorite cereal. Oh, There's a the Shakespeare cereal. You can only that get it at so Food good. Lion, though. <laughs> <laughs> you spend a lot of time at Food Lion. <laughs> yeah, I do. I love cereal and Food Lion.
5: I didn't know that was the word. That was nice. Good job. Yeah.
3: <laughs> you did great. Thanks. You're welcome. Well... Dang it. Um... <clears throat> huh. I feel like there's something you're trying to tell me. There's <laughs> there something I'm trying to, you know. You know, you know,
5: what's what's the word for stuff that rhymes but backwards? So instead of the last letters rhyming, it's the front letters, the beginning letters. Huh? Alliteration. Yeah, alliteration. And you know, Shakespeare is my favorite word to use alliteration with. For uh-huh. instance, yeah. Shakespeare,
3: uh-huh.
5: shooting, um, shofar. Ding,
3: ding. I show up. <laughs> yeah.
5: So yeah. yeah, it's really great. Oh. Um, there's also any other, I just went blank. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, shofars are
3: really cool. Shofars are really cool. I bet you, like, a lot of people like to use use shofars and stuff. And I just picture, like, in heaven, like, I bet a bunch of cherubim are using shofars in heaven. I bet it's amazing. There's so many shofars in heaven, probably. Wow. It's probably so cool. Wow. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. That's that's
5: really great. Yeah. Um, (laughs) You know, aren't cherubim, cherubim, however you would like to pronounce it, um, aren't they the ones with like six wings? I have no idea. (laughs) Awesome, yeah, they are. We're getting told yes. Okay. So, they're winged. And you know, one of my other favorite winged Creatures. creatures are? I really, I remember when you first got here mm-hmm. and when we first met you told me about uh, one of your favorite winged characters mm-hmm. and how you cried at the movie, mm-hmm. um, Tinkerbell. Oh yeah. And it was like the secret of the wings, yeah. something like that and that's what I think of whenever
3: I hear about Cherubim. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tinkerbell is really cool. You know, there's this, there's this Peter Pan edition where it's like an extended edition where it's like, you know, it's like they didn't actually <laughs> yeah. air it It was just like so if you get like the really expensive version of it You can actually see Tinkerbell eating Vienna sausages. It's so cool <laughs> what? <laughs> what in the bang, world? Bang. That's that's
5: normal conversation.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well yeah, really cool.
5: Well, you know um, you know in commercials when they'll use characters mm-hmm. in commercials, but sometimes they can't, I think, they just can't get the copyright to the characters. So they're implying, you yeah. know, they're using this character, but they don't want <clears throat> to say
3: their names. Like at New York, New York City. Yeah. You have like the Elmo. Yeah, but like it's Barry not really Elmo. Elmo. Yeah. 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 So
5: there's some kind of brand that uses Tinkerbell. It's like a window cleaning brand. So paper towel, something like that. And it's got like a little fairy, it's probably Windex or something. It has a little blue fairy and yeah.
3: Mm. Yeah, that's cool. It's pretty great. Okay, yeah. (laughs) Windex, I feel like you can use Windex for anything. It's just like a great cleaning product. Yeah. And then have you ever seen the cleaning product that actually has a clown on it? No, I haven't. Really? Which one is that? Um, it's called um, Ardex. <laughs> it cleans really uh, cars. Ardex mm-hmm. cleans cars. Mm-hmm. It has a clown That's on nice. it. I've <laughs> <laughs> never seen it. That's so weird. Oh,
5: must be a main thing.
3: Yeah, it must be. It must be. be.
5: Yeah. <laughs> well, well, that was fun. <laughs> that kind of hurt, but it's okay. It's it's a, it was a good hurt. <laughs> Well, this has been quite an interesting conversation. <laughs> this has been a little painful. But <laughs> that's what Pastor's saying off air. He's like, that was that was painful. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this. This kind of resembles a natural conversation between me and Marky, honestly. At like one in the morning, it's it does. it's not far off. It so really <laughs> yep. I hope y'all enjoyed a little look into our brains and how it works most of the time honestly (laughs) it bounces all over the place we will see you next friday we're going to have another episode of word sneak so if you enjoyed that make sure to tune in next friday but also every other day because we have a bunch of fun other games every other
3: day (laughs) we sure do we sure do
5: We love you guys, and we are going to hop right into the Word right now with Pastor and Barry. It is going to be powerful, and we will see you in just a couple seconds.
0: What's the word?
4: What's the word? What's the
0: word? This is Pastor Brian. I'm Barrett. We're super excited to have you on today. And if you stuck around after Word Sneak, blessed are you, <laughs> highly favored, For those who honor the Lord shall be honored. Wow. But my favorite, I don't know if you got to see it, but my favorite was George's comment. He goes, I do not think parachuting happens the <laughs> way you think it happens. Like I, <laughs> although Buddy figured out in one sentence how to knock out all of Marky's words. Like, I hit Tinkerbell with my car while eating a pack of Vienna sausages. (laughs) I had to use Windex to get it all off. I felt like such a clown. Like, that was was nice. That was a good one.
4: I I like it. So,
0: (laughs) yes. Thank you for watching the inside of the girl's brains.
4: <laughs> For long periods of time. For long periods of time. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and we're super excited to have you on with us today. It's gonna to be such a good one. We're talking about how to apply faith to win and we're continuing that today with setting your eyes and it's gonna be a good one. But I haven't seen you yet. Have you had a good one?
4: It's been good. what's uh, (laughs) that was a great ding it was ding
0: it sounded like almost like a dinner bell like it's time (laughs) it's time guys julie's time
4: for what's the word yeah (laughs) you know it's interesting no i'm sorry i pushed that um okay i think that it's really interesting how people's brains work um like that like there's you know my brain clicks with that particular exercise but there's other ones it doesn't at Mm -hmm. all but then It will work, you know, Um, but, you know, you and I have had that discussion a lot. Whereas I think mathematically, scientifically, you know, logically in that way, you're more creative in that way. And your brain, it functions and flows in a different way. And neither one is necessarily bad. It's just it's a matter of. You know, this is how you're wired.
2: Well,
4: I have preference, but it's my preference, you know, so I I think, you know, everybody has their own preference, but it's uh, it's not bad. And that's why it's good to have like when we're talking about teams and leadership. You want people that think differently yes. because they'll approach a situation differently. And I think that's one of the great things about a team yeah. is they do complement each other in every joint supplies. And um, so <clears throat> although I was, I was picking on them and making fun of them, you know, it's good to have people that think yeah. differently and that their brains work differently in order to uh, fulfill everything that we're called to do. So, yeah. Anyway, love you guys. Amen. 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 So what are we talking about?
0: We're talking about how to apply faith to win and setting your eyes. Because we've been talking about Setting your eyes. Yes. Right. Not like with makeup and stuff. Like that's a different type of setting. <laughs> this is different. This is focus. This is looking at the right place. It's true. Yes.
4: It's true. So we've been talking about how to apply faith to win. Yes. And we've given them the steps to apply faith to win. Mm -hmm. And uh, let me see if I can put that in the comments real quick and just kind of go over what we've been covering so far. Deb is
0: protecting the anointing. And oh,
4: yeah, <laughs> that stupid game.
0: <laughs> so stupid. while Pastor's putting it in the comments, it, uh, the stupid game that Deb put up is called Splickety Lick, and it is one of my favorite games because you're inverting the words. So instead of um, Barrett Nower, I would be naret Bauer, and so there are so sentences. So you, you don't
4: invert the words, you invert the first, the letter. first letter of each word, mm-hmm. yeah. And so splickety lit is lickety split with the letters it reversed.
0: Is, we played this month. So Can I'm you the, tell I love it? I'm on the leadership team here at the church and we do we're actually doing one this month. We take a week or a period of time each year and we go and we pray about what the Lord wants us to do for the upcoming year. And in some of those family times we play games. This game was brought to the very first advance that we had. And it was banned from ever coming back to the advanced uh, accurate. <laughs> because Pastor was super not a fan.
4: <laughs> Correct.
0: But yes, so Deb is teasing him because Deb is also on the leadership team. <laughs> but Yeah, so Pastor just put up in the comments, you should be able to see them on all of the different platforms, how to apply faith to win. Number one, know that you are saved and put on hope. Number two, see and deal with attacks quickly, quickly being a very operative word, and then apply faith and patience. Yes. Amen.
4: And then this is what I'm getting ready to put up here is under apply faith and patience, uh, you have actually nine steps of applying that faith and yeah. applying that patience. Because a lot of times I think people start in faith and they start on the process of winning, but then it drops for, yeah. for these nine reasons or the lack of upholding these nine reasons. So we've been talking about them each day and, you know, we talked about, uh, with the first three steps, know that you're saved and put on hope. We talked about see the attacks and deal with them quickly. Um, see them quickly, deal with them qu- quickly, applying faith and patience, the importance of that. And then we talked about confessing the promise earlier this week on Wednesday. Believe you have received. That was yesterday. If you missed these, uh, they were tremendous. And these are things that we need to know. They need to be inside of us or else we're we're going to drop faith and we won't win that faith project. Right. And then uh, set your eyes on the truth is what we're talking about today. Uh, enter into into rest, uh, we'll be talking about shortly. Don't doubt, forgive, work your faith, and then continuously. Uh, thank Him and praise Him. And these are things that we need to have as a core of who we are. These things need to be in us. It's not just something that we know about. This is who we are. Yeah. We we fold these things into our character and nature. We let the Word transform and wash and renew our mind to these things. This is who we need to be. Then- we need to be people that constantly confess the promise and the nature of God. We need to be a people that believe we have received. I think I saw a comment on the believe you have received uh, or the transfer of the way it was like, Oh my goodness, this is totally transforming how I look at yeah. faith. Praise God. And yeah, what a great comment. And, um, transferring the weight. We need to constantly be transferring that weight over to Christ because we're not anointed to carry it yeah. by ourselves. He's anointed for us to transfer it to Him, uh, setting our eyes on the truth. We'll talk about that today. Entering into rest. This, If we're not entering into rest, we're not in faith. So right. it's a good uh, symptom to look for, or it's a marker to look for if we're actually operating correctly. And then don't doubt. Um, this is many times we start in faith, but then situations present themselves and we start to doubt what we were in faith over. And what we do is where we had faith, we drop it right. and uh, we don't see the end of it. And then we uh, have forgive, you know, the Lord attaches forgiveness to faith and believing in him all over the place and it's very important for us to walk in forgiveness and then work your faith. This is an interesting one. Working your faith is a big, big key, and most people never do it. Yeah. Most people never do that. So look for that one and then continuously thank and praise him. So these are things that we need to be in the process all the time of having, not just sometime. You know, This needs to be all the time. Yeah. And uh, so today we're looking at setting our eyes on the truth. And let's go to 2 Corinthians. Corinthians. Corinthians chapter 4, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, it's going to be around uh, verse 16
0: through 18. Yes,
4: sir. Are you there?
0: I am. You want me to read?
4: Have edit.
0: (laughs) Therefore we do not lose heart, but though our outer man is decaying, yet our inner man is being renewed day by day. For momentary light affliction is producing for us an eternal weight of glory, far beyond all comparison. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal.
4: Glory to God. So one of the things that we see here is, you know, just let's look at these verses and break them down. Because if we don't break these verses down, then you will uh, get off course in what you're doing. So one of the things that we see in verse 18, just as a context for what we're talking about, it says, don't look at the things which are seen. Stop looking at things that you see, you feel, that are physical, that are logical in the earth. Stop looking at those and look at the wisdom of God. Look at the spiritual things, the eternal things. Because these eternal things will stand yeah. when the physical falls away. So, you know, for example, many people have put their hope and their trust in like the stock market. Well, if, if this year told us anything yeah. is that you don't need to put hope and trust there. That thing can fall like a rock within a matter of days. And that's what's happened throughout history multiple times. And people have completely lost you know, everything, what they perceive as everything. Uh, you have, you know, in the Great Depression, you had people jumping out of buildings. Why? Because their trust was in the stock market, not in God. You know, it, See, if your trust is in God, you can lose everything and believe tomorrow that God will start restoring it just like that. Right. Because your your supply is not in the world. It's in God. Right. And so many times people are operating by fear and not faith simply because of what they're looking at. Mm-hmm. You know, where are they looking? Where are their eyes set? Uh, what What is their source? And we need to look at the things that are not seen, not look at the things that are seen. Scene. Yeah. And um, you know Nicole and I was watching. We were watching something over the weekend, and um, we had a couple of days at the end of last week where you know we were able to get away for a couple of days, just her and I for my yeah. birthday. And we were watching like Home and Garden TV, which is not you know too awful, but it was people out buying houses and everything like that. And we were just watching this, and it. Man, it, uh, these people were so wrapped up in their soul, yeah. in their mind, and they were so emotional over these things. And they, you know, like, for example, they'd walk into a house, which I also find is funny. It's like, what do you do? Well, I walk uh, three dogs each week, and I have a uh, thimble collection uh, blog, and what? Eight what's your dollar budget? budget? $8 million <laughs> budget. Yeah. <laughs> like, What? <laughs> George and I on
0: our honeymoon, we watched an episode once and literally they said, you know, we're not here to be financially responsible. We're here to make memories. And George and I on our honeymoon are like, that is stupid. Like,
4: that's, <laughs> that's dumb. <laughs> yeah. It's like, so I, I I don't get those pieces of it. It's like, yeah, we, we do this and this and, you know, normal people would make like, you know, $10,000 a year and Maybe. Th- they have a million dollar budget for a house. It's like how did that happen like where is that anyway mm-hmm. but they would for example they would walk into a house and you know if you understand is when i was building websites i dealt with this uh quite a bit because people would see something they'd see pictures and colors uh... in in the website and they would say well i just don't like i don't like that website at all and then you know if i had time to do it what i could actually do is I could change the colors completely, change the pictures. Those are, e- that's the veneer, that's yeah. the shell. Yeah. That's so easy to change, it's not a problem. And you change the colors and the pictures, all of a sudden they love it. It's the same website, yeah. it's just different pictures and different colors. Well, it's yeah. the same way in the house. You know, they would walk in and they'd go, uh, Well, I just, you know, I just can't stand this. There's no way. These colors, these, you know, these chair rails, this, you know, that and the other. And they're so soulish that they can't see beyond that. And they're completely tied to their will and emotions instead of seeing that all of that can change. The colors can change. This wall can be removed. All of these, they're movable pieces. So don't look at just what you see. Look at what is behind that. And that's what the Word is saying is don't be so wrapped up in the face value of things. Yeah. There's more going on behind the scenes. Yeah. And when we understand that there's more happening behind the scenes, uh, then everything changes. So before we look at these verses, let's go over quickly to Hebrews uh, chapter 11 and verse 3. Just Why don't you find that? Hebrews 11 and verse 3. This I want to show you a uh, away in spiritual things. Many times in spiritual things, uh, we're sitting there and we're not really examining the full picture. We're seeing what's in front, front of us. We're hearing bill collectors call. Uh, we're hearing the doctor's report. And that's what's in front of us. That's the face value. And our soul, our mind, will, and emotions gets wrapped up in that. But if you could remove that and actu- actually see what's behind it, you would see it's going to be okay. It's going to be all right, you know. And that's the hope that's in Christ. You know, we were talking, we're studying Hebrews in Impact University. And uh, so, we're in Hebrews. We were talking a lot on Tuesday night about how hope is what the devil's after. He's after your joy, your confidence, your expectation. And if we will actually see what's behind all of the physical, and see the eternal, and see the structure that God has set up we would very much be in the place where our hope would rise. And so what happens is our hope is either uh, blessed and goes higher or it's stripped and goes lower based off of what we look at. So let's look at a little bit of the structure before we go back to 2 Corinthians. So the structure of the eternal and the physical is this.
0: By faith we understand that the worlds were prepared by the Word of God, so that what is seen was not made out of things which are visible.
4: Okay, so what we see is uh, that the things that we see with our eyes the structure spiritually behind it is that they were actually made by things which do not appear which are not visible so what that tells us is everything that we can see actually has a spiritual backing a spiritual foundation right and in the word when you take the full counsel of the word you start to see that if we will change the spiritual root yeah. the physical fruit will change. So what we need to do is not focus on the what we see we need to focus on the things that we don't see and if we'll focus on those then we can change what we do see Um, it's kind of like a carnations you know you can take a white carnation put it in purple water and then Nicole's going to be really happy because then it's going to draw that purple dye up through it and come out into the leaves and now you'll have a purple carnation Mm -hmm. Uh, well it's the same thing if we heal you know if you have been sick and we we uh, minister spiritual healing to the spirit person, yeah. right? And you receive that anointing and that virtue where you may have been sick or had a disease or a broke arm or something. That when we change the spiritual root, then the physical will change to, you know, to match it. Yeah. And that's what Hebrews eleven three is showing: is that everything we see was actually made. The foundation of it is spiritual,
0: right? Well, you know, what, what you mentioned at the beginning, like, you're, you were talking about HGTV. What popped in my head was, you know, Chip and Joanna Gaines, They were so popular because they had vision. Like they could go into something that looked broken and overlooked by everybody else, but they'd step into a house and they could see what it would become. And, you know, God told me years ago, I was watching the show and so he was speaking to me on where I was at. He's like, you know, I'm the ultimate fixer upper and God sees beyond and he's able to not just see us as we are now, but he's able to look at us through the lens of Christ at who we are to yes. become, yeah. and so when we choose to set our eyes not on what we can physically see, but allow our minds to be transformed by the one who is the ultimate visionary, instead of so yes. perishing for lack of knowledge, we will be able to start to see yes. beyond what we can see. Like it, we need to know that there's more to see, and there's somebody yes. who does see yes. beyond already.
4: Yeah, amen. And that's and that's what we're doing. We're saying it's not that we're denying right. uh, you know, our, let's define this the difference between facts and truth. Uh facts are trivia about this world, right. but truth is what will supersede those facts right. always. And we know that if we know the word, we will know the truth. And if we continue in that word, continue, yeah. then we will know the truth and it will set us free. Right. Uh, the difference between, and here's a good way, you can put this in the comments. How do I determine between facts and truth? Right. Truth will set you free. Yeah. Truth will set you free. Uh, It can be a physical fact uh, that I may have gotten sick. But the truth is that I'm the healed of the Lord. And so when I start paying attention to the truth, it's always going to take me out of bondage and into freedom. And so the facts can be that I have a bill that's due. But the truth is, God wants me to be uh, the lender and not the borrower. He wants me to be the head and not the tail. And so when we start to understand about the truth, uh, then we'll say, let me focus more on the truth than the fact. It's not that I'm denying the facts uh, that it's there, right. I'm denying its right to stay right. over the truth. In other words, I'm not gonna allow facts to remain if truth should be above them, which it always should be. Now, if the fact lines up with the truth, in other words, I'm now healed, then that fact can stay. But if it doesn't, if if facts keep saying, no, you're sick, then that's going against the truth that by his stripes I'm healed. And my job is, let me set my eyes on the spiritual truth instead of the physical facts. This will set people free. But why? Because it's an operation of the truth, yeah. yeah. Holly says, "Truth will set me free." That's exactly right.
0: Well, and the enemy wants to keep us grounded in this realm, Yes. because this is our realm where we are, where we're unstoppable. Is the spirit realm? Like yes. we win in the spirit realm. This
4: is this physical realm is where he has a chance, right? In the spiritual realm in Christ, when we when we see ourselves as positioned, yeah, with Him in heavenly places, He didn't have a chance. No.
0: Not he doesn't all. have a chance not at all so he
4: didn't want you to know that you're not of this world yeah. in christ
0: and so the only tools that he has to use are physical tools like yes things in yes. this realm so as you're talking what i what i see is like a smoke grenade that's gone off you yeah. know? and all it is is cloud and smoke and you can't see through that in your physical natural yeah. eyes change the gear that you're using, change the weaponry that you're putting over your eyes. And with the right goggles, with the right sort of night, like whatever that vision is called, you can put something on and see through it instead of being held back. And so often it's sounds and noise and all this junk that's right in your face. And when we, choose to change our eyes from the natural looking into the spirit realm. Yes. And we're choosing to look beyond what's physically in front of us, then we cut through. Yeah. Like a yeah. tactical team, when they put on the right armor and gear, they cut through some places yes. quickly because they're not held back by yes. temporary things. The yeah. smoke will fade eventually, but well, you're held back.
4: If you think that truth is also light. Right. Right. Uh, if truth is light and the lack of truth or a uh, fact that is contrary to the truth is darkness, yeah. right? Uh, then imagine that same tactical team trying to move through uh, darkness. Yeah. They can't run fast. They can't, they, I mean, they are going to have to be slow because if they trip and fall, it can create yeah. a big problem. But if they will put on their night vision goggles, if they will, in the middle of darkness, put on something that allows them to see yes. like the light, yes. which is this word yes. in the spirit. They'll be able to move and the, where the enemy is is stuck yeah. and they can't move fast because they can't see, yeah. that tactical team will be able to penetrate quickly and yeah. completely obliterate yeah. the enemy because of their ability yeah. to see the truth. That What are they setting their eyes on? Yeah,
0: well, in that, you know, using the same scenario, in a, t- in a tactical team like that, there's a leader of that team. Yes. There's a leader. And, you know, not every person out on that field or wherever they are, it's not everybody thinking for themselves of what do I have to do and I yes. have to figure this out. There's a person who's anointed to see further than they are yes. that comes in with a plan that says, look, this is what we need to yes. use. This is how you need to get yourself geared up and we're going to move right now. That's right. And that's what a leader, that's what a pastor is called to do. That's what the ascension gifts are called yes. to do. They're called to see beyond and it's, it's so vital. Like for me, I try to take note of when a tonal change in you or when you are like you're, there's an edge to you because I know we need to, we need to press in right now. We need to break through right now because you're anointed to help the people and other pastors like you, other ministers to see beyond where they are right now. Okay. The smoke may be here. We're getting through it. This is how we're getting through it. Keep your eyes set. Don't miss this time. Let's go.
4: Yeah. Yeah. Amen. And, and it's important for us to set our eyes on those things that mm-hmm. will give us the light to move through there yeah. and pay attention to those things, not what we can see in the flesh. Yeah. So I'd like for you to look up a couple of scriptures. I'm going to start going over this uh, verse 16. But look at look up where uh, I believe it's Elijah tells, uh, ask the Lord to open his eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also look at where Abraham, where after Lot leaves and, and God tells Abraham to stretch his eyes and whatever he sees. So let's look here, and uh, that should be like Genesis 14 or uh, no. Anyway, Genesis around there, 14 to 18, and then uh, Elisha's, I think, is in Kings. Yes, sir. So um, when looking at 2 Corinthians 4.16, it says, look, watch this. We're, remember, we're setting our eyes. We're setting our eyes, okay? It says, therefore, we we do not lose heart. We do not lose heart. So, this is a big key right here, is that when we're setting our eyes, and we're, we're moving in faith, and when we're moving in a faith project to win, we must put on the heart, or put on the mindset, we do not lose heart, We don't get weary in well-doing. We don't back down from these things. We do not lose heart. Put it in the comments right now. I do not lose heart. I do not
0: lose heart. I
4: do not lose heart. Glory to God. You don't. You do not lose heart. heart. That's not who you are. You're not of the race that loses heart. You're of the race of Christ made in His image and likeness. You don't lose heart. Then you know, the devil can try to deceive us into thinking that we lose heart, but we don't. Yeah. We are not those people. We are the people that we overcome. Yeah. We're more than conquerors. We do not lose heart. Yeah. And we need to get this in us. It needs to be a part of us. Amen. It needs to not leave us. Amen. This is who we are. We do not lose heart. Amen. Glory to God. You know... Put it in the comments a second time if you need to. I do not lose heart. And this is, what are we doing? We're setting our eyes. And so one of the things that happens is if you start to become the kind of people that do not lose heart, then when you see something that doesn't line up with not losing heart, you'll say, oh, that's a lie. That's a lie against the truth. You'll look for a truth that you didn't see before you'll you'll say wait a minute this doesn't line up with me being healed right this doesn't line up no oh and you'll start looking for the spiritual truth that'll be the root and produce a physical fruit right amen Uh, see this is why when we make it a part of our being to not lose heart we'll start to see wait a minute this doesn't operate, and yeah. this is not working well yeah. with the truth that I know. I know what the truth is that by his stripes I'm healed. I know that I'm more than a conqueror. I'm an overcomer. Yeah. I, know, I know that I, God is always leading me to victory, and this is, these facts are not lining up with the truth. Right. And so it'll, it'll train you to search for the truth, to search for that spiritual truth. Right. So therefore we do not lose heart, but though our outer man is decaying, yet our inner man is being renewed day by day. In other words, although this body may be going through a corrupted world, the inner man is being strengthened day by day. The Word tells us it's like the light of the Lord gets brighter and brighter. Our right. life gets brighter and brighter to the noonday sun, to the brightest it can get. Yeah. Uh, this is who we are. And so although our, our body in this world, it's going through all the stuff it is, that's not our report. Right. That's not a believer's report. And so we don't lose heart because we know that God is, I'm being strengthened. I'm more spiritually strong today than I was yesterday. And I'm more spiritually strong now than I was five years ago, 10 years ago, 15 years ago. We are getting brighter and brighter. We're, you know, this is who we are. All right. And then he says, verse 17, for our momentary light affliction, Is producing for us. Now I want you to see this. Our momentary light affliction. Yeah. So many, one of the deceptions that the devil has is that what you're going through is worse than anybody else around you. You know, have you ever seen that before? You know, Have you, Raise your hand if you've ever heard that deception. Like, what you're going through is so bad, and nobody understands. Nobody, that's a deception he constantly puts on. But what does the truth say? What does the truth say? It says, look, what you're going through, although it... Now watch. Although, and if you take the full counsel of the word, although it may feel horrible. The Holy Ghost says, yeah. it's a light affliction, mm-hmm. and it's momentary. Mm-hmm. So look at it with eyes of truth. In other words, if it's light and it's momentary, then I'm going to approach it in a different way. So, for example, the disciples, I use the example a lot, the disciples on the boat. Mm-hmm. They thought, oh my gosh, death, storm, we're all going to die. Mm-hmm. you know. But Jesus said, oh you of little faith. Yeah. His view, his eyes were set on the truth of God's word that yeah. said, "Let us go to the other side." Yeah. Their eyes were set on the storm, the wind and the waves. Yeah. To them it was very heavy, and I'm not denying that they didn't feel that. I know they felt that. You can tell it by their words. Right. But Jesus felt a different thing although he was in the same storm. Yeah put that in the comments please Jesus felt a different thing although he was in the same storm why because his eyes were set on something else yeah his eyes were set on the truth of God's word that said you're going to the other side. And how do we know that? Because Jesus only said what he heard his father say. And and Jesus said, "Let us go to the other side." Jesus felt a different thing although he was in the same storm. Yeah. How can he feel different? How can he be in the same storm and feel something different? Because his eyes were set differently. His eyes were set on the truth. Yeah. His eyes were set on the, the spiritual provision in the Word of God. Yeah. This is who he is. Now, all of a sudden, you see that the person, the people that eyes were, whose eyes were set on the storm and the wind and the waves, they brought about no freedom but the person whose eyes were set on the spiritual truth spoke the words of life right. and dispelled the storms right that's what god's looking for god's looking for a people that will set their eyes on the truth of god's word and because and And he's looking for people to show himself strong on their behalf, not just Jesus. He said, you'll do these things and greater. He says, I'm going to give to you the same stuff, the same power, the same authority, and I'm going to take it away from the devil. I'm going to give it to you. And I'm expecting that as my ambassadors, you will bring about the same things that I did. Right.
0: Well, there's a totally different mentality between a winner's mentality and a quitter mentality. The yeah. winner mentality looks for a solution. When yes. you know that you are capable, when you know that you've yes. got someone backing you, then you go into a storm knowing the only solution that's gonna come out of this is it's gonna stop. Yes. But when you have a defeat, like when, and I've had this before, when I've had a defeatist mentality or I'm looking at the problem or I'm, I've been pessimistic, then I'm not looking for a solution I'm seeing all the things that are wrong. Yes, and so yes. when you go in seeing all the things that are wrong, it starts to mount. It's that's where the weight yes. comes from. It's yeah. this is wrong and this is wrong and this is bad. But a winner, a do not quit mentality says, I don't care how it comes, I don't yeah. know how it's gonna get there, but it's working out for me. Yeah. because my saviors made a way for me. It's a it's a different ball game.
4: Yes. Well and you know the verse that we utilize all the time in Second Corinthians two fourteen But thanks be unto God, who always leads us in triumph he's always leading you i think in the message it says who's leading us in one uh, victory parade after another one perpetual victory parade you know and in other words he's always leading us to triumph the question is he's leading us but are we taking him by the hand see we can't take the truth by the hand if we deny the truth and pay attention to facts yeah Put that in the comments. We can't take the truth by the hand if we deny the truth and pay attention to the facts.
0: Yeah. Well, Jesus, you know, Jesus had the option to quit. Yes. He had that option. That was the flesh temptation that came. Yes. And he chose, you know, had Jesus... The fact was, it was going to probably physically hurt. The fact was, the father was gonna turn his back on it. Like all of these facts, happened.
4: He was going to pay a price. And and I won.
0: Not something that I will ever pay. He paid that for me. And yet he allowed his focus to be on the truth of this pleases my father. I will be the firstborn of many brethren. There is going to be a harvest so great that blesses the Lord. And quitting did not become an option for him. When that temptation to quit came up, he immediately went to the Lord and said, if it be your will. But like he, he asked because he didn't know in that moment. It's God, there's this will, but I will do whatever you say to do. Yes. I'll do whatever it takes. You know, it's not do your best. We have this quote in the leadership team. You don't do your best. Yes. You do whatever it takes. And God's already determined that you're winning. So quitting isn't an option. That's right. I'll do whatever it takes. And all that there is, I'll stand. I'll yes. bow, I'll stand.
4: Yeah. Amen. And so when you know that quitting is not an option, you know that God is always leading you to triumph, then you will look for that triumph instead of looking for the defeat. So we, this is a spiritual truth. Yeah. Yeah. With hope. Yeah. Yeah. A joyful, confident expectation. And this is what takes people through. It's not, you know, it's not like, um, you know just mind games no you are applying spiritual principles in your mind in your spirit man and you are receiving that anointing and that power from god through jesus by the holy ghost to apply it to the earthly facts and that's how we win in those projects those faith projects so when you look at it you see and you know, how can God say that what I'm going through is momentary in light? Because in the big picture and in the spiritual aspect, it is. And if you'll see it as momentary in light, then you will empower that anointing to go to work yeah. in your life. And then he says this, this momentary light affliction is producing for us an eternal weight of glory. Far beyond all, all comparison. There's an eternal glory. Yeah. That's actually at our fingertips. That He is willing to release. You know, I'm reminded of the verse says, "The eyes of the Lord are going to and fro throughout the whole earth to find somebody whose heart is pure ter- towards Him, so that He might show Himself strong yeah. on your behalf, on their behalf." Yeah. He's talking about you. Yeah. And, and many times, it's not that the Lord's withholding stuff, but He's looking for somebody who will believe Him. Yeah. Somebody who will set their eyes on His truth instead of setting their eyes on the facts. All right? And then it says, verse 18, while we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal or Mm -hmm. temporary, but the things which are not seen are are eternal; mm-hmm. they will stand. Yeah. So we don't set our eyes. This is a commandment by the Holy Ghost. Stop setting our eyes on the things that we can see, mm-hmm. on on physical input, on worldly logic, right? Worldly yeah. philosophies. Stop setting our eyes on that and set our eyes on the things of God. Yeah. on on His eternal things, because those eternal things will stand. But this word uh, temporal. Uh, or uh, temporary all these things uh brother Jerry Savelle did a great teaching on this he said years ago he said i saw that this word right here in second corinthians 418 meant that anything i can see is subject to change yeah. it is subject to change put that in the comments anything i can see or touch, is subject to change. Yeah. Anything I can see is subject to change. Glory to God. Yeah. And and so, all right, is it going to change? Well, if God's given you his word on it and you will apply faith, it will change. Yeah. But here's the thing. If we don't see with those physical eyes, it won't. And so one of the great stories that shows this is when Peter walks on the water. Mm-hmm. You know, Here comes Jesus, and he's walking on the water, and, and they think it's a ghost, and then they realize this, it might be the Lord. So Peter says, hey, if if that's you, Lord, tell me to come and walk on the water. And so Jesus says, come. Well, he steps out of the boat. He walks on water. Yeah. He walks on, was he walking on the physical thing? No, he was walking on the eternal thing, yeah. the foundational thing, the truth, the provision that was in the Word of God. When Jesus said, come, it provided every bit of gravity breaking spiritual law for yeah. him to stand on and not sink. Here he goes walking, walking across the water. Yeah. Glory to God. But then what did he do? Well, his eyes were on Jesus, he walked on the water. His eyes turned to the wave and the wind, and he began to sing. Yeah. We must set our eyes on Jesus, which is setting our eyes on the truth and on the spiritual things, the things which are above, the things which are which are not seen, the eternal truths of God, which are always leading us to freedom and always leading us to victory. We have to set it there, Amen. so then you you found what's the scripture references? We'll just give them that
0: um so for the elisha elisha yeah Yeah, that's second kings chapter 6 verse
4: uh, 16 17. okay so second kings chapter 6 verse uh, 16 17 just read those two verses so just so that you know uh they're surrounded by the enemy Mm -hmm. and elisha's servant is starting to flip out you know just like the disciples on the boat But Elisha knows there's a different truth. Yeah. There's a different reality. And he says, Oh Lord, you know, let him see. So read those verses.
0: It says, So he answered, do not fear. This is Elisha talking. Do not fear for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Then Elisha prayed and said, O oh Lord, I pray, open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened the servant's eyes, and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha.
4: Glory to God. Yeah. So there was so much more around him than what he saw in the physical, which is why he was fearful, because he was looking at the wrong thing. Yeah. Elisha was looking at the truth of the character and nature of God. This can't happen like this. And and even though Elijah, it shows us that Elijah wasn't necessarily seeing those things in the physical. He knew in his spirit man with eyes of faith, those things were there. And so he spoke with confidence and said, hey Lord, show him basically in context what I know is there. And God opens his eyes, and that's an example for all of us. And I want you to hear this. When God says, he's always leading you to triumph, and then you combine with it 1 Corinthians 10 13, where it says, God is faithful. He won't allow you to be tempted beyond what you're able, but will provide the way of escape. When you combine those two, you are not going to be in a situation that you cannot move to victory in. And and even if you completely miss it, God will provide a way of escape. And if you see that, then you can know, I'm always surrounded by more that's with me Mm -hmm. than what I can see. Mm -hmm. I'm always surrounded and just put that in the comments. I am always surrounded by more that's with me than what I can see. I'm always surrounded by more. So you can be in the doctor's office and you are surrounded by the angelic. You are surrounded and protected by the hand of God. There's more with you than what you can see. You know, you can get a bill in the mail and have bill collectors calling and I'm telling you there's more favor supernatural favor and Angelic favor that God wants you to have and walk in more than what you can see. Yeah. There's more with you always than what you can see. So we have to set our eyes on these things. Yeah. Glory to God. And the other other scripture is with Abraham. So uh, Abraham goes to the country that uh, he goes to the country that the Lord tells him. And then Lot, who's his nephew, decides he's going to take the good land, and uh, they separate, and he's going to take the good land. But then the Lord speaks to Abraham, or Abram maybe at that point. He, said, and he speaks to him, and he says, Set your eyes, because as far as you can see, I have given it to you. And I'll tell you that today. As far as you can see, the Lord has given it to yeah. you. What you set your eyes on, you can have. Yeah. What you set your eyes on, based off of the truth of God's word, you can have. If he said that you're healed, you can have it. And then he gives them a command. I love this. When Abraham was obedient to look and see what he could see, and he was obedient in that step, then the Lord tells him, what's the uh, Genesis? Uh, Genesis chapter 13,
0: verse 14
4: read, go ahead and read that.
0: It says, the Lord said to Abram, after Lot had separated from him, now lift up your eyes and look from the place where you are, northward and southward and eastward and westward. For all the land which you see, I will give it to you and to your descendants forever. I will make your descendants as the dust of the earth, so that if anyone can number the dust of the earth, then your descendants can also be numbered. Arise, walk about the land through its length and breadth, for I will give it to you. Then Abraham Moved his tent and came and dwelt by the oaks of Mamre.
4: So look at what the Lord was doing. He was very beautifully saying, Look, Abraham, set your eyes in a different place. Look, look further than you you have before. And I want you to know that what you can see, I'm giving it to you. I'm giving it to you. But then he says, walk about the land. I want you to know in detail what you have. There's things out there that you don't even know you have, but they're waiting on you. To walk throughout the land and basically let your eyes go out and see what I've given it to you. Yeah. And I would say this. There's many promises that are in here that we have not seen yet. But God has laid out some promises to give us a glory that is on the, on the weight of eternal yeah. in, in 2 Corinthians 4. An eternal glory. There is some glory. The goodness of God. And if yeah. we will set our eyes to see that. And Instead of looking at the facts that are contrary to it, yeah. then you can stay in faith and you'll win that faith project
0: yeah well as you're talking what what has come up to me um, for the last few minutes is you know we're talking a lot about setting your obviously setting your eyes. What is the capacity of man? Yeah. What's your capacity? Yeah. You know, what keeps coming up to me is that somebody's watching, maybe multiple people, they've just felt like I can't do it. Like I this sounds great, sounds awesome, right? Wish I could, can't. Right. That's not true. Your capacity is huge. Yes. What you're capable of becoming, what you're capable of doing right. now, not in 20 years from now. What you're capable of now is the power of God flowing yes. through you. you have Holy Spirit, if He's not a part of who you are yet, then we can pray and He can become indwelled. He can be inside you. That very power of God that created the universe, that spoke and Mount Everest was made, that spoke and Venus was created, that spoke in the Milky Way and all the galaxies and the realms up in space. That God, He's in you. And if He's in you, what can't you do? The Word tells us that if He's for us, who could be Against us, who could stand against us? Who can stand against you? No job, no boss, no irritant, no frustration, no problem. Nothing yes. can stand against you because you're one with Jesus. You have his mind, you have his very nature, you have his spirit. Yeah. That's who you are. So that thought of I just can't do it or I want to quit, that's not your thought. Right. Your thought is the word of God. Your thought is I can do all things through Christ. That's that's the thought that God wants in you your capacity is bigger than what you've seen and it's time for us as a body to see beyond what we've been at just because we've been here there's so much more there's so much of the disciples didn't even walk in that was available to them yeah
4: they didn't even know yet well and as you're saying that just think about this we know from the truth of god's word that we were created to be a temple of the living god What then is your spiritual capacity to hold as a temple, a temple of the living God? Your spiritual capacity is so much greater than the facts of what the devil has tried to perpetrate and tried to deceive us with god has good plans for your yeah. life he's raising you up he's taking you to great places he's over he wants to overflow your life he's not holding any good thing back for those who walk uprightly god has good plans but it's time for us to set our eyes right. on the plans, on the promises, and hear the things that God has for us. See the things that God has for us and walk in them. Amen. Not just talk about them, but walk in them yeah. in Jesus' name. He yeah. has, Kevin said, God has good plans. He has great plans for us. Yeah. And uh, so, and not plans for calamity. No. He has no plans for your calamity. That is not a plan of God. Yeah. And so, Lord, right now, we just pray. Lord, open up our eyes. Let us see. Let us see everything that you have for us. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. I'm going to pray again in just a second. Before we get to that, I'm going to pray for everybody that's watching. Just that our lives will go to a level. That we've not seen before, but we can see it with faith and we can long for it and reach out by faith and grab a hold of it because we're looking with eyes of faith. I'm going to pray that in just a second. Before we do that, let's look at what's abundance and let's apply this to the abundance in finances, abundance in your life that God wants you to have. You see, a lot of times all we've seen is that the world says, well, I went to school and here's where uh, my education stopped. And so I'm only going to be able to grab a hold of whatever my education was. That's a lie from the devil. That's a limiting factor that is not freedom. That is a bondage keeping you at one level. That is not who you are. That is not the level that God created you to be. It says you will be the lender and not the borrower. The head and not yeah. the tail. Blessed going in and blessed coming out. Blessed in the city and blessed in the field. You'll be blessed everywhere right. you go. And I'm not talking about like well things just happen to go good for you. Yeah. I'm talking about a from heaven with all of the authority of heaven with all of the love of God pouring out good and perfect gifts a favor from God himself through Jesus Jesus Christ opening up. I mean, if you have a business opening up favor with customers, people waking up in the morning with your business name on their mind, and they've never heard of you and say, what is that? You know, like what is a boomerang church? I just woke up and I heard boomerang church. And all of a sudden they come to the church. They come to your business. They come to these things. This is a favor that God wants to pour out on you. You are not limited by what you see in the world. And when you start to see that, you'll say, I am not limited by that. And I'm not limited by the bank account. I'm not limited by my education. I'm not limited by my skin color. I'm not limited by what side of the tracks I grew up on. If I was in a poor neighborhood or a rich neighborhood. And I'm not limited by, by all of the limits that man puts on stuff. Just like when they were running and they were trying to break the four minute mile. As soon as people knew that the running a mile under four minutes was possible, They, everybody started breaking that record. Right. But somebody had to say, I'm going right. to break the mindset. I'm going to break the mindset. I'm going to break the limit that's been holding me back. And yeah. I want you to know in abundance, God wants you to move in abundance for every good work, for every good need. But you don't break into abundance if you don't break the limits and choose to see higher. God wants to do more in your finances. He wants to do more in your health. He wants to do even more in a fullness of protection where no evil uh, can, can touch you. Every fiery dart will be quenched. He wants to do more in restoration. He wants you so restored and so whole that nothing holds you back. You stop thinking like you've thought all your life. You stop thinking how your parents taught you to think, how they put on limits. You limits on you. You stop thinking in that level. God wants you moving in abundance, and so we got to set our eyes not on what the world has taught us, but what has God taught us. You are His. Child. And if you're not His child, He wants you to be His child. And if you're a child, you're an inheritor. You are an heir of His things. Well, what are His things and how big are His things? They're big. They're huge. They're giant. They are supernatural. Yeah. This is who you are. This is who God wants you to be. But it's time for us to raise our eyes and look bigger, think bigger, go to higher heights in our thoughts and in our vision. God wants great and mighty things for you. Yeah. Many times, even when we have an offering and tithes and offerings, we are held back because we can't believe that God would come through and, and like, Lord, I don't know about this. And so we'll give with small sight, with mm-hmm. small vision. Mm-hmm. We'll sow with small vision instead of realizing God's the one who puts seed in my hand. Yeah. He's the one whose seed bucket is overflowing and he has no lack. I'm I'm not, I'm not basing my sowing and my seed. Yeah. I'm not basing that off of where I've been. I'm basing it off of where He is. And see, this is how we move into abundance. When we, Not just in finances, but we take our life, our resources, our time, our talents. We take everything that we are and we say, Lord, I'm not giving on the limits of where I've been. I'm giving according to what you can do. Even my time, you can multiply. My talents, you can multiply. You can give me ideas in my business, new ideas, patents, Lord. You can give me inventions. You can do stuff inside of me that I could never do on my own, but with you, made in your image and likeness. Lord, I will give you my talent. I'm trusting you to increase the harvest. Give me an abundance of talent. And how how does abundance always come? It comes by sowing and reaping. Sowing and receiving. Mm-hmm. And so in order to sow to reap big, you've got to sow big. And in order to sow big, you've got to see with abundant vision. Yeah. And so I challenge you today, see with abundant vision. Let your sowing rise up because your vision changes. And because your vision changes, your heart is intentional at a different level. And he says, whatever you purpose in your heart, I'll give that seed to you and you'll sow. You'll do what you purpose in your heart. So Lord, today, if you want to give today, uh, they'll put this up on the screen. Hey, look, we it went dark. <laughs> They'll put it up on the screen. If you're watching on Facebook, you can just type in hashtag donate and the amount after that, no spaces in between, or go to givebc.org. You don't have to. That That is not why we do this. We, we open that up for people to say, I want to be a part of that. I want to sow into thinking bigger. I want to sow into that message. I received that message for myself, and I want that message to get out there. I want it. to be be multiplied out into the world. Let me be a part of Lunch Plus sowing the gospel and the good news into the lives around the world. And so, Lord, right now we just pray for everybody who sows, and not just in financially, Lord. People who are sowing even of their talents, of their time, of their abilities, Lord. Father, let us see with eyes of supernatural, eternal spiritual vision. And Lord, let us purpose our hearts to sow what we are, to sow what we have on your level so that we can move into a harvest of your level. Father, we don't want some just normal earthly harvest. We want a supernatural harvest because you made it available, and we understand the relationship between a harvest and abundance and doing your work that you called us to. We understand that relationship, and we will not be lazy, and we will not be lacking in this. We will apply the measure of faith that you've given us to increase and grow so that we can bring about. And abundance for every good work. Father, we will be the workers that will work with our faith. We will work with our time. We will work with our talents, our resources, our money. We will work with you and see these things come to pass. Father, we praise you and we worship you and we give you all of the glory. Father, everybody who has sown, Lord, let we receive that for your name's sake and for the gospel's sake. Father, let it be blessed in yes. Jesus' name. Favor filled, overflowing, pressed down, shaken together, and running over shall it be returned as a received harvest quick into every sower's life. Thank you, Father, that it's a quick return in every sower. In Jesus' name, thank you, Father. Glory to God. Do you have anything to pray? Thank you, Lord.
0: I don't have anything to pray, but you said it at the end, quick. This is yeah. going to come quickly. The Lord's able to do in a moment, in a moment, yes. what you weren't able to do for That's years right. and years and yeah. years. So just like Joseph was able to be promoted in a day yeah. from being in jail yeah. to being the second in command of a nation, you are being promoted today, and yes. it's a quick work. So yes. expect that to be a quick work that happens in your life. What you've been believing for, it's now. Yeah. It's now. God's word is yes and amen.
4: Put faith on quick. Yeah. He's been brought bringing that up. Yeah. That's been him bringing that up now for weeks. Mm-hmm. Put your faith on quick. Yeah. Don't put your faith on long and drawn out. Put your faith on quick, on immediate. Put your faith in that Amen. place. Why? Because God's saying that. You know, he's saying that. Amen. He is the one that's by the Spirit saying these things. And you
0: can see that in the Word. You go through the Word, He's the God of suddenly. He's a suddenly God. Suddenly things are changing for you today. Amen.
4: Amen. Glory to God. Well we love you we just we pray that you have received so much out of this today yeah. and uh, we praise God for you we are excited yeah. to see your lives go up to another level we yeah. are excited for a quick work in yeah. your life as you send in testimonies go to what's right.com send us testimonies send us your question comments different things like that as you send in your testimonies we are rejoicing with you yeah. we've received multiple testimonies over these past few months of lives that have just completely changed yeah. and gone up, and we do every time we do it, we share it with everybody that's here, and it's just such a joy to watch these things yeah. take place. Amen. Amen. It's awesome. We are excited for what God's doing in your life and what He will do in your life, and that's why we're here. We want to see your life go to another level, and here's why: because we know, number one, God loves you. Number two, that as your life goes up, it will. prove Prove to the people around you that God's will is good and acceptable and perfect. And we want that evangelism message to be seen in you, just like it says in Isaiah 60. We want His glory, His goodness to rise upon you. And that's what it's doing now in Jesus' name. We love you so much. And if you haven't shared the broadcast, go ahead and share it. Man, this is a word for people. And uh, I'm going to let you wrap it up and... And we love you. We'll see you next week. Glory to God. Barrett, Amen. And
0: tonight begins yes. our Holy Ghost Weekend. Where am I looking? Hi. I'm right there. It's good to see you. <laughs> tonight begins our Holy Ghost Weekend here at Boomerang. And we want you to be a part of it. We This is a three-day event that we do once a month. Prayer night tonight at 6 p.m. Soul Winning Saturday is going to be tomorrow at 1 p.m. So we pray all night. We seek the Lord from 6 to 12. 12 tonight, then tomorrow we're going to train up some people on how to lead others to Jesus. And then we're going to hit the streets and actually do it. Last time we won 58 souls to Jesus, 58 fresh commitments to Christ. He's so good. And then Sunday is Holy Spirit Sunday, where we just serve the Lord Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon at 4 PM. And we want you to be a part. If you're in the area, come and be a part of what God is doing. But that's what we've got going on. We love you. Thanks for being on with us today. And we'll see you tonight for prayer night. Or if not, Monday morning, 1130 a.m. Here on the broadcast. You know what to do. Share it and we'll see you back.